What's up, Big Bird? How you feeling? Back in L.A.? Uh, I am back in L.A. and brother. I, I, I got to tell you, it feels good. I feel like I've, I'm finally, my, my 2021 has finally happened. So you're not missing Bojangles, the open road, um, racism, Trump flags. You're, you're happy to be back in, in mm. healthy and liberal stronghold of Southern California? Well, I mean, it, it honestly, it ain't that different. When I, like, I went on a little walk this morning. It was like 40-something degree. It was in the 40s. Foggy. Looked like it was going to rain. Mm. You know, it looked just as shitty as the South did. Watch your mouth. Of course, it's nice and sunny right now. It's, it's nice and sunny here, too, big bitch. So take that. Take that, you big bitch. But I did take see that. there is still one house in my neighborhood that has all the Trump flags up. Just holding on for dear life. Just holding on for dear life, and it almost looks as if they have added more in the last, mm. you know, since since Donald Trump lost the election, I, I feel like they have upped the ante and increased a few more flags. But it was it was weird because I was walking and I saw the flag, the flags. Uh, there's you know, there's probably one of those houses that just has like six of them. But it was it was a nice like well done two story Spanish home. You know, probably. I love when I love when TJ gets in his little real estate bag. Go you know, ahead, property brother. You know, we're looking at a one point seven, probably. Okay, not bad. Tastefully done, one point seven. Only house in the neighborhood, only house in the street that had just Trump Trump flags are flying, and it, it you know you feel bad for the neighbor because it's you know the whole neighborhood is mostly liberal. No one, there's not it's not a Trump supporting zone. So whoever well, lives next you, door, you are there. So let's not you know let's not. Yeah, you know, we have to bring you into it, I guess. But yeah, I'm, because of me doing a podcast with you, I've never voted Republican, but because <laughs> because of me doing a podcast with you, I am you know technically considered you know by the government to be a Trump supporter. Mm, interesting take. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, when someone keeps Trump flags up this long after the loss, it becomes both pathetic and extra telling in a way that I think I kind of like. <laughs> like it's just like damn bro you, like it just it says everything I need. you're like it, it just tells me that you're pathetic and a sore loser yeah it, it does have a little bit of the same energy of like if your team lost the super bowl on like a call that you didn't like mm-hmm. and you and you you just you just won't let it go and like we're we're like three weeks into the off season and like the losing team is like chilling in the bahamas like every single person has already forgotten about it and you're just still like we got robbed but the but the house the the trump house had a barbecue in the front yard it was just like a, a plain Weber grill, like a you know seventy nine dollar yeah. grill that everyone has seen. Is that for roasting liberals? Uh, it it could be, but it it, ha- it the, the weird part about it was it was it's like a big huge front yard and they have like a volleyball net, all this stuff. But there was just Damn. one Weber grill with one like outdoor outdoor like camping chair next to it, and that's it. So it it, it painted the picture of just like whoever the dad is who lives there, just sits there in his chair and barbecues alone in his front yard. That sounds like TJ dreams to be honest. Y- yeah, but I mean there's there's kind of two different types of energy as it pertains to those who are grill pilled of like I you know, you could go Rocktacon style of like solo barbecue guy. I'm I'm just going to sit in my backyard, make brisket and post something about how we got to close open up the schools or something. 
And then there's like, oh, we're going to have a big grill and I'm going to invite all my friends over and we're going to have all this natural wine and we're going to have, you know, tell stories and have fun. And this is this is door number one of, of barbecue action. Mm-hmm. And it also it reminds me of the same energy that almost all of the racist activities and sports have, like hunting, fishing, things like that. They're all kind of solitude or solitary activities compared to you know taking the kids to soccer practice or that's true do you do you think there's a through line in there of they just they have no friends their wife I think, won't yeah. talk to them anymore or they they hate their wife it's both the wife it, it's the wife hates them they hate the wife their friends hate them all they can relate on mm-hmm. is football and maybe politics so you have to grill alone they yeah they've they've removed all lines of communication with their husband or wife or family or friends so you would rather, but you're saying you're saying you you fall into a different bucket of guys who like to grill with the with the heads with the fam. Well, I'm somewhere in between where like I love you know there's obviously not every person who is a hunter or a fisherman is is a fucked up racist person. Well, <laughs> but I mean, you know you could statistics show different. But go ahead. <laughs> I, you know it leans towards one direction, but it's not it's not a it's not a hundred percent guarantee. But no, no, of course, you know, of I've, course. You you could have the barbecue vibe where I'm gonna I'm gonna go out to the deck, I'm going to you know smoke a brisket or some ribs all day. I'm going to drink some Pinot or a smart little IPA or even a cursed recess, um, mm. CBD elixir. Nothing cooler, nothing cooler than a recess by the grill to really let me know you're corny <laughs> as hell. I might, <laughs> That's I might, the move. <laughs> I might get a sixer of kin in the yeti and just do it do it up god damn it <laughs> imagine imagine if i if i bought a yeti and put all that the case of gia that was sent to me in in a yeti on ice for a part for like a block party yeah i am imagining that sounds fucking amazing do you think i mean i do think we should make a custom yeti like a, i, I want to make you a tj yeti a Gietti that you can stand on when you're fishing, but also keep the Giet the Gia war on ice. Yeah, in in that in that unforgettable Gia internal bleeding eggplant color of burgundy that we all know so well. Yo, can you guys match blood uh, to the to, like? What's the Pantone for blood though? At, when I'm at the sticker shop. Well, you know, you could, but you could be that barbecue guy, and you're like, I'm just going to. You know, sit out here. I'm gonna listen to NPR. I'm going to read a book. Jason, nobody, uh, nobody listens to NPR. Well, I think you're getting NPR confused with CCR, or maybe um... <laughs> there's a small, there's a small group who probably do that. But but that's also not cool. I feel like you got to find the sweet spot in the middle. But I do love. What I'm saying is, I do love some some of the solitary. Aspects yeah, I of that. barbecuing. It, it, it reminds me of. I mean, you, you're you're an avid cyclist. You're an avid fisherman. Mm-hmm. Those are all solo pursuits. So I see a through line here for you personally. Yeah, um, but I, which, I think there's I think there's healthy solo activities and there are unhealthy solo activities. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe taking pills all day alone. <laughs> but that's questionable. Jerking off all day alone mm-hmm. is questionable. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking like, ooh, plays golf too much. We got to keep an eye on him. And you're like, yeah. Um, blowing oxy into my dick hole <laughs> while i'm on page 78 of uh of Pornhub. <laughs> well that's just cooler i, I golf is just not cool yeah. I, I don't the, i mean in moderation yeah yeah everything in moderation but i mean i i do i think we should do a little southern tour wrap up 
Um, finally, I feel like we've finally put a pin in this. Well, we've we've dropped hints. We've we've you know we've had these little intros, but I think for you know for today, just a one on one pod with me and Big Dog. It's it's a time to. I just want to hear. Yeah, your, we want to close up the Southern file. I just want to hear your your real thoughts on on my homeland and and how the ways that you now see that it has shaped me. You know what I mean. Yeah. And also. Your your highs and lows from the road. Oh wow! I you know I wish we would have you would have told me this before. I was gonna have some homework. I guess I'll have to just go off the dump. Jason, you're you're a known you're a known freestyler. R.I.P. M.F. Doom. So I knew I knew you could I knew you could probably come up with something. God damn it! <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know I've been to the <laughs> south. I've been to the south enough times to kind of know what what time it is. And you know, it's not my favorite. It's probably not your favorite either, but I think the biggest takeaway about how the South shaped you was less of driving around various slum towns of, of the (laughs) South and more so spending some QT with, uh, with the black family. Well, I mean, you know, going to a good restaurant in Charleston is not going to tell you much about, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to sitting on the, sitting on the, Lazy boy with Gary, you know, watching college football, just having some small talk. Yeah, that that was that was a moment. You know, it was, it was fun to hang out with your family and hear just that pure joy and delight in your in your mom and dad's voice when I would get a nice little sick burn in on you. <laughs> yeah, you were. I feel like you had had just enough to drink and. <laughs> You were just really feeling yourself, and you like. But you, who wants to hear it more than anyone? You know, that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, I want to hear it, but we. So, I mean, yeah. just to set the set the tone. Last night of the trip, we drive, we we drive from Charleston to Savannah. We stop in the park. A lot of dogs. A lot of dogs in Savannah. A lot of dogs in Savannah. Forsyth Park, beautiful. I was happy to show you guys that. All, all, couple, a couple of canines too. Couple of canines. Lots <laughs> of lots of fucking moss. You know, and then we we hit the road. We get back to Atlanta, and and we're looking at places to eat for our for our final meal. And you know, it's New Year's Day, so a lot of stuff is closed. Mm-hmm. But you know what's not closed, Jason? <laughs> uh, Houston's baby. Houston's the best restaurant in Atlanta, and and unfortunately, the Buckhead location that I frequented more often uh, was fully committed for the evening. Is what the hostess told me. The best restaurant in Atlanta. That's what you think? I mean, show me the lie. What'd you think? I mean, I've been to Houston's enough. I don't really, I don't, I don't love it. It's fine. It's, I, I think, I think it's a solid restaurant. It's not the best restaurant in Atlanta, but it's better than it's better than the Pasadena location of Houston's. I will say that. That's right. We got a little more flavor, you know what I'm saying? But, but so my dad comes out of the woodwork with <laughs> with a, a stack of fucking Houston's gift cards that clients have given him. So yeah, we hop in the Impala. Jason, you know, Jason downs a couple martinis, a full rack of ribs, some mm-hmm. French fries, a Caesar salad, mm-hmm. and he's feeling himself as usual. Would you agree? Uh, I would not agree because you also forgot to mention the spinach and artichoke dip. Chris. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Which I've noticed that you eat a lot, which is disgusting. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Um, so we we hit that we we hit Houston's and we and we come back to the house. So Jason's a little a little tipsy. He might have had I don't know what his drug intake was like that day. I I, I don't I was, even I had know. no I, don't even I had know. nothing in my system except for a mar- martini. That's it. Okay, and then we we I we think. settle down the we settle down the couch with Gary and Linda and Jason just starts. I mean he thinks he's he thinks he's on to catch a rising star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank God we had the Clemson and 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 Ohio State game on. <laughs> In the background to put me at ease and make me feel comfortable. Yeah, because Jason also, you know, his his small small football knowledge. He really liked to flex, mm-hmm. uh, which which I I like as well because I, I know a lot about the game, even though I don't care about it. 
um, which I think we can relate on yeah. that point. Yeah, I have a, I have very small knowledge, and but Chris, he happens to know a lot about the game. I do. Um, what, what, who's your favorite team out of out of the uh, you know Buckeyes and Tigers? Oh, I don't care. No, I don't care. I don't care about that. I, I know about how the game works mm. and like yeah, the mechanics you know, the, of the sport. Exactly. I'm more of a mechanics guy. Like I can, you know, when I Less drop of back a in player, the po- more of a referee, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. When I'm when I'm pulling a pick six, you'll know. Um, God. you know, when I drop back into the pocket, you know what I mean? I, you, you'll know, oh, wow. Jason. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Exactly. Exactly. I'm very impressed. You're, you're more of a water boy. I'm more of a QB. That's kind of the arrangement here. Is that right? Which, which QB do people tell you you look like the most, Chris? <laughs> uh, Michael Vick, probably. <laughs> if, I, if, if I had to say. Free Vick. <laughs> if I had to say. But yeah, Jason, what, so what did you, what, what did you think? I mean, it was just great hanging out with your parents because your parents are, they're just so nice. They're just really, really, really nice. Um, <laughs> you know, it's hard It's hard to like put any more words into it, but it really reminds me of just like my life partner and I were both discussing about like, wow, going over to Chris Black's parents' house reminds you of going over to like that one friend when you were like in elementary school or whatever, that one kid that lived in your neighborhood whose parents like had all the snacks in the fridge they had mtv and they were cool with you you know wrestling in the upstairs bonus room and you know like like good parenting was going on but everyone was just so nice they're just nice Mm -hmm. about it i can see that and like my girlfriend's parents and my parents are also both very nice but it's just different when you see when you just see it not happening you know at your own house Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah, not like I we're, you know, I, I did not grow up in a, an abusive home or anything, but you just go to someone's house and you're like, yeah, they just got all the nice, like the soaps are all in the bathroom nice and you got the little, you know, all the snacks are just laid out very well organized. Did you take a selfie with the pink polka dot towel or, or no? No, I was looking at those towels. That was a missed opportunity, I think. I had to send you a text to, to find out if the towels were <laughs> decorative or I, in fact... <laughs> <laughs> I could use them. that kind of explain that kind of explains it all to be honest that 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 little that little tidbit kind of sums it all up it know? does are the towels decorative or are they for use but I mean look I had a blast but also how did you come out such an asshole when your parents are so nice is kind of the overarching mm. question at hand mm. I believe that's called rebellion you know but but I think yeah. Jason you can you can say it I know you don't want to break character on this podcast but deep down I'm a real sweetheart yeah, and so also the, um, but I, I also got a <laughs> yeah, glimpse, yeah, sure. Also <laughs> got a glimpse into you know what makes uh, Chris Chris because even though his parents are these like uh, you know super sweet, nice, kind people, they will give you the Houston's gift card right off their back without even thinking. <laughs> but also, so you're like, how the fuck did Chris? you know come out of these people he's a he's a motherfucking monster you're uh yeah your mommy's little stinker is what you are but i learned like your your parents are are workaholics a little bit no days off yeah yeah the black family likes to stack their ched no days (laughs) off no honestly no days off i mean maybe maybe a sunday but but not not everyone maybe once a month yeah because since your mom is you know she's in the hospital on call so you know those those hours are just always pumping, and then you know I guess your dad I don't know he's always pumping too. You know the world of accounting never there's there's no off season. My dad helping me commit tax fraud is a full time job, and he does not have time. <laughs> he does not have time. He does not have time to rest on his laurels. We don't talk about that. Right now, Chris. We don't like to talk about that. You can bleep that out. 
Mm. Yeah, I, it, I I think that it's hard to like really really enjoy a vacation during these trying times. You know what I mean? Like you know, unless you go to like Tulum or something, but then you know you're a monster. Mm. It's hard to enjoy the full vacation moment when you're like in the in the airport and you're wearing your mask and there's no food and there's no drink and you can't do this and there's no dining at this place and you know it's just it's not the same somehow jason i feel like i feel like you were able to find something disgusting to eat everywhere you went though i was i was you know it's just like yeah yeah you're able to have sex as much as you want but it ain't the same if when you're not hitting raw you know Mm, well you know when you're on vacation you're like i worked hard all year I saved up my money and I'm going to spend yeah. it on, you know, things of excess. I'm going to eat yes. and drink and party. I and watched, I literally watched stuff. you do this. We pulled over to an amazing marathon truck stop in Butts County, Georgia, and you ordered 10 donut holes and a small coffee. If that is not vacation mode activated, I don't know what is. Oh, wow. I had a small black coffee and I <laughs> ate five donut holes. When you when you combine five donut holes in, into one donut, you, you get almost one donut, Chris. Well, I'm so d- let's say I had I had f- I had five sixths of a plain donut and a small coffee. And that's what you think is excessive. I mean, eating Bojangles in a parking lot middle middle of the day, does that feel excessive to you or no? I had to eat Bojangles in a parking lot because you wouldn't let <laughs> us put it in the car because you think the food smells bad too much and you, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> this food smells bad you too want, much. And, and I'll double down on that. Guess what I ate on the motherfucking airplane yesterday flying back from Atlanta to Los Angeles? Uh, you went bow twice? I had bow in my cup, bitch. <laughs> and that uh that um i got bow in my cup that biscuit that biscuit hits i made like a little um little joke with with my life partner's family group text we're about to take off and in the in the vietnamese language the way that you say dad or like the way you address your family members you you i guess you don't call them just by their names you you they have a word for like brother mother sister mm-hmm. father whatever and that's just what you call them and the the word for dad that everyone calls him is is the word bo or like b o with like an accent mark over the o on the cup of bojangles it just says bo on it and then I, cool. so, so i take a picture of, you know bojangles short for bo short for bojangles i take a picture of yes. the cup i'm in the airplane and i'm like hey just want to let you know i'm thinking of you to the dad and he just replies back like have a good flight. <laughs> well, Jason, it's because you're yeah, he white. He just said, have a safe flight. But he doesn't hate well, me. I think he probably does. I mean, of, Maybe cor- not. of course he hates me. I, I think he has. <laughs> every, every man hates whoever's having sex with his daughter. That's just what it is. Yeah, but also every, every smart man knows that it could always be worse. I mean, worse than you? I mean, of course. It'd, be tough. it'd be tough to to consider that, but I'm sure it exists out yeah, there. Yeah, cuz every man knows what it's like to be a man because you you're you're living it in real time at every moment. So you're like, I'm a man, the the blood flowing through my body mm-hmm. is that of a goddamn wild animal mm-hmm. that can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. So surely your body must be pumping the same demon blood as well. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I love Demon Blood. That was a really good song on Care Package. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> I I must hate you, Care Package. God damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I'm 
I'm just glad you did make it home safely. Yeah, flying flying is is flying is pretty chill wearing the mask. It's weird. The whole the whole like I, I was running the numbers on my Lyft app and before um before I hopped on that plane last week, I had not taken a lift since the beginning of February. So almost in you know, it's been like eleven Damn, months yeah. now. Eleven months since I've, since I've taken a lift and I had more stress and anxiety about doing that. Thank God, thank God you have two cars. I'd be worried if you didn't. <laughs> but uh, the, <laughs> the it, like, I had no problem being in an airport in in a line on a plane, sitting next to all these people for multiple hours on end. But that you know that thirty two minute Lyft or Uber ride was what was bugging me the most. And luckily, you know, when I got back to Los Angeles. The Lyft drivers actually wear their mask as opposed hey. to in the South. Hey, that happened one time. The Lyft driver that picked you up in the in the, in the Advil Expedition, he had one on, right? No, he did not. Really? He he <laughs> That's so and, sick. <laughs> no, the, at least the other guy um, apologized and addressed it. This guy, he gets out of the car, opens the the back trunk <laughs> to help us put our luggage back there, and he's just not wearing a mask. And I'm like, no, we got it. We got. It. And then, and was there? Did he did he put up a plastic wall between the back seat and the front seat? No, he did not. I know. I'm just. But kidding. then also, like, I, I get back in. You know, we unpack and shit. And there's, I go. Um, I went to go pick up some sushi for dinner at this like spot near us in Glendale that is just like average fine sushi that's quick and easy. Go walk in the door, and there's like two people working in the front, two sushi chefs. Both of the people working in the front have no mask on while they're like preparing the orders. Hell yeah! It's like some <laughs> some like white high school student and his like Asian girlfriend. They see me. They see me Jason, walk in. Don't come for your, Don't come for yourself like that. They see me walk in, and the guy puts his mask on like begrudgingly, and then he goes over to the sushi chef who's making everyone's food. Who's also wearing no mask, and he's just like, "Oh, where's this uh, Mr. Jason's order? What, what, what do I do in that situation? I'm like, do I take my camera out and start filming him, and then like report it to Eater and get this guy's business that, unfortunately, shut Unfortunately, that is that's what a lot of uh, <laughs> our Karen contemporaries would do. Because this happened to us last night too at, at a burrito place. A guy just walked in and tried to buy sour cream. <laughs> off the street he's like yo how, how much for sour cream here and he just didn't have a ma- he just didn't have a mask on so he just put his shirt in front of his face <laughs> and it's just like alex like what is this guy doing i'm like i don't fucking know he just wants some sour cream i don't know <laughs> he, he got a ta- he already got tacos in the car but you know if if no one isn't you know no one is going enforcing this everyone is a pussy no one's going to do anything about it. Then nothing is ever going to happen. And this is just our life forever. But then also the only thing that I was thinking that like, how do I make this situation right for me? And the only thing I can think of is, is blackmail. Like, I don't want to like mm. get this business in trouble. You know, it's already so hard to run a business as it is. So instead of, instead of getting them in trouble, you just, you just pull up the IG, show them the blue check threaten them and then get your thirty dollars worth of sushi for free it was 70 so i go in with the camera 70 go in with the Damn, camera all right on. big spender yeah it's not a big deal that's a lot of philly rolls isn't it bitch so i go <laughs> so I, I mean do i go in with the phone filming it and be like all right we're here at this sushi restaurant on this street and here is our sushi chef preparing everyone's order with no mask on um and then i show it to the 17 year old high school student 
um, you know, who also doesn't want to wear a mask and be like, well, uh, if you don't give me all this food for free, I'm just going to post this on your Yelp Wait, page. Wait, did you do this? No, no, no. I, I'm saying that's the only feasible, that's the only yeah. way I could get any satisfaction out of this. Yeah, but instead, you, your cucked ass got in your Tesla, drove back to your beautiful <laughs> home and ate your sushi while these this suffering small business continued to live another day. That's, Pat yourself on the back, Jason. That's exactly what I did. It's I'm showing goddamn restraint, aren't I? I it's, I'm proud. I really am proud. Yeah, I think that's because we have now entered the age of Aquarius. Have you heard anything about this going on, Chris? I'm assuming not. I love, I love the Outcast album. <laughs> So a lot of people, I, I heard people starting to talk about this a couple weeks ago. If you follow the astrological calendar, we have moved from like from the Pisces to the Gemini or some shit. I don't even know. Did you talk to Chrissy Rutherford about this or is this just full no, Jason? No, no, I have not. Okay. I have not talked to her about this, but I'm sure she has. she's listening to this right now and her ears are definitely perking up. Maybe we can get her on the show to talk about it. But the last, whatever, so many years the last age we were in was like a very fucked up time Mm -hmm. and now that we are entering the age of the aquarius we are now entering a more spiritual introspective time where all of our consciousness will start to become more connected and we will be i don't know we'll be more kind and loving to each other and on our our pain painful ruined world will start to heal again Imagine believing that. <laughs> God. I think a lot of I think a lot of your friends believe that, Chris. Of course they do because everybody wants to it's it's like believing God. If people want to believe in something, <laughs> they'll make them feel like the future is going to be better than the, than either mm-hmm. you know the past or where we currently are. But luckily for me, you know, I don't bother myself with these fantasies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you don't you I don't just need that. I just thrive in hell like 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 everyone should should try to do. Just thrive in hell. I I can't really fault that that logic as well but you know some people if it does make it easier for them to go through another day in hell then you know as long as it's not hurting anyone i don't have a problem with. of course no no no, of course i'm gonna make fun of it and it's it's a shame that you have a problem with it i have a lot of problems jason my first one's with you but my my biggest problem is is this kumail drama Yes, so so Kumail Nanjiani, one of your favorites. He's one of the least funny, most annoying people I've ever seen on the internet, but he does not deserve what's happening to him right now. So he's getting he's getting a lot of smoke because there's a photo of him sitting at his dinner table that also there's a poster on the wall of like a comic book movie or something like that. I forgot what it was, but I was like, really, man? Come, well, come on, bro. Well, I mean, are you surprised? He's a fucking dork. And he's in comic book movies now. That's why he's all ripped. But yeah, but he's like rich. Like, get a. It looks like he's still living like in his college dorm or something like that. I think that's his vibe because he's got like a dorky white wife. Do you think he's going to leave his dorky white wife now that he's shredded as hell? No, because he's at his core. The problem is you can get his, you can take as much HGH as you want, but if you're a dork, you're a dork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the muscles ain't going to change. So player. people are coming for him because they're they're like, oh my god, he's like he looks like a mongoloid, and he's but this he's been, surely he's on like HGH this for a year. Yeah, but I, you know, is, is he? So some people are are saying like he just looks like a freak, or they're saying he looks good, or they're saying he's on steroids. Or like, what's the? Why, why is he getting that? It, it's this. It's this tweet from someone named uh, Chelsea Fagan, mm-hmm. who is relatively popular. I mean, she's got thirty four point eight thousand followers. Okay, 
That's but right. she said, the Kumal Nanjiani thing makes me very sad. Our cultures create a system where people attempt to conform to impossible beauty standards to a point where it starts to render them unrecognizable. And then we mock and shame them. Men are not exempt from this. Mm -hmm. We make it so that performance-enhancing drugs or plastic surgery are all but mandatory for certain professions or beauty standards like podcasting. But admitting <laughs> to them is taboo. Too little, too little of these things and you're ugly just a hair too much of them and you're grotesque. It's a nightmare. I sometimes wonder why I'm on this website anymore when I open it back up to notifications overwhelmed with people deliberately misreading this thread. And perhaps the biggest indicator I shouldn't be on here <laughs> is that it doesn't upset me really. It just kind of exhausts me. So that's her. I don't know who this person is. She, her, her website is um, thefinancialdiet.com, but it looks like she got killed for those tweets. Well, um, do you agree with her? I feel like I agree with her. I don't give a fuck about that. I mean, I know, but I mean, I, I'm not asking if you give a fuck. I'm just asking if you agree. I mean, with what sure, sure. I mean, I, I agree with it to an extent. I think that, like, I think that, I mean, I've heard Kumail talk about this, and it sounded like he quite enjoyed it and didn't feel like it was some impossible beauty standard for him to adhere to. You know what I mean? And let's not equate what women go through as far as beauty standards go with a rich actor having a trainer and a nutritionist to get buff for a movie. That's not fair. Like women, women, it's every day, all day, everywhere they look. You know what I mean? I don't think, I just don't think men feel that same pressure. I think that's crazy to say that. I don't think, I don't think it's crazy. I think it's. Well, I mean, you're, you're bitch made, so that makes sense. <laughs> but what about if, I mean, sure, yes, you, you, he's a rich actor and he's getting a nutritionist and a personal trainer paid for him by the movie studio that he's about to do a role for. And, you know, like no one's going to have any sympathy for that if you end up getting in really good shape and your body looks good. But what about if he feels the need to take, you know, illegal performance enhancing drugs like steroids to achieve that? If you can afford them, why not? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, 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 I just don't think that I think there's there's certain kinds of people in this world that are, are driven to be extremely, you know, uh, top of of the line for whatever they're doing you know what i mean it's like it's just if mm -hmm. he's an extreme type a if you sign up for a movie where you're literally a fucking superhero so you need to look like you're chiseled from marble mm -hmm. what do you think is going to happen and and if if you decide to take it too far by using steroids to get there because you can't do it you know naturally that's on you player what if it's not up to you whether or not you're going to take steroids because as much as a great workout and trainer and nutrition plan that you're on, you're still not getting mm. buff enough. And then, you know, A24 sends your agent a message saying, like, we got to pull the trigger on this. I'm sorry. Kumail's not getting buff enough. We have to get I him on the I just don't sauce. think that would happen. I, I honestly just don't think that is what happened. I feel like that happens constantly. No. If you, if you called me and said, Chris... You're just not buff enough to do how long gone anymore. Like we gotta, we gotta figure something out. Look, Jason, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would do whatever it took. Well, what if whatever it takes is not enough? Then maybe I'm not cut out for this superhero of podcasting lifestyle that I've made for myself. But my my whole question is why is this coming up now? Because th this was this discussion. And if you guys are interested in this, I tweet about this when it happened. But there is an episode of Dak Shepard's podcast where he talks <laughs> about this, and it is really interesting. Is if you in Enjoy exercise. It's really interesting. Is that an old photo that Kumail just posted, or is that a new photo? I imagine he's still in pretty I, – I don't know, but I imagine he's in pretty great shape. I mean, I think once you go that crazy and you've been a schlub your whole life, you don't really slide fully back. You just, you know, mm -hmm. take it down a notch or so. He does look kind of crazy, though. And it's it's a similar yeah. – it's a similar, like, um, 
you know, like when Jonah Hill loses the weight kind of vibe when you're like, I guess you look good, but I don't, it's just... The number one issue I have is is feeling sympathy for rich, famous people. <laughs> I just I just don't have the capacity to feel sorry for, for like, Jonah Hill yo-yo dieting. Like, I just don't care. <laughs> and the same thing for, I mean, like, the same thing for this. If he wants to get in shape like this and go absolutely fucking crazy... Let it, why why not like mm-hmm. what's the problem like i mean is he is he i mean i guess maybe the issue could be setting a bad example i guess but like i don't know i think we have bigger ills in society than if some dork got buff for a dork movie <laughs> we absolutely do i mean what what about you know every kardashian getting so much plastic surgery that they become unrecognizable Yes, but what I'm saying to you is these are these are grown adults that are spending their money the way they choose. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like whether you would do it or not, that that's kind of be besides the point. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like the Kardashians do what the Kardashians want, and that's because they've earned it. Because of us, this country and and our peers watching their TV show and buying their products. Mm-hmm. So like I don't really know. I don't know how mad we can be. Well, the you the, the I guess the problem that most people have, you know, if Kumil is gonna go from a a schlubby comic book nerd to this human hgh guy or if any kardashian is going to go from the way they look and you know and then morph into this odd gazelle creature with a 50 pound ass then their target demographic are young dumb people who are going to be impressionable and they are going to consider that to be the beauty standards that they have to achieve and then when they become old enough to realize that those are unachievable with natural remedies and then they'll have to get plastic surgeries and take yep, well, hgh and steroids themselves the, the moral of the story here is that i should have been a plastic surgeon um <laughs> Definitely. but i i mean i don't all of that is true and that's bad but i just I've, we're too far gone that's what we do as a society we mm-hmm. exalt celebrities who make decisions they want to make and they're living very different lives than us and that influences us i, I don't know what to say about that like how, how are we supposed to like can we go back 300 years and change that like do we really think we're gonna mm. destroy the concept of modern celebrity because the kardashians have fat asses and some dork got shots it's just not it's just like that's not gonna happen it's like that's not, not that's not really that's just not an important issue you, but you know it gives what, you, you know something I mean? wonderful to worry and complain about when when the cheeto man is gone that's true i mean that's a good point i mean without trump the kardashians are back in the hot seat baby mm-hmm. and, and people were saying that like now that now that we don't have this person to focus all of our ill will against, we're going to be a nation that becomes obsessed on a Sunday afternoon with a guy who like tweeted about giving his daughter some beans. No, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, I think that that was a big thing. There's a lot of people, especially like I think in our kind of peer group or, or maybe a little older that are just going to have to wean themselves off of being so mad at one <laughs> thing all the time. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to distribute that anger elsewhere or try to alleviate it somehow in some way. And uh, the best place to alleviate that anger is on a on, on a Peloton bike. Just use the promo code How Long Gone to sign <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, I don't know if you guys have tried the mirror, it's a great workout. It's basically having a personal trainer. Uh, how Long Gone twenty at checkout, you get twenty percent off. But I I just don't think that I I just don't think that pointing your you know anger at at the novel coronavirus or Donald Trump at, at celebrities is going to fix the problem. I, I don't mm-hmm. think at this point in our society. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe more than ever, celebrities are more meaningless than ever compared to the real issues at hand. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Maybe more than ever. So it's like you're talking about Cuomo is like they're not giving vaccines in New York on weekends or holidays. 
That's fucking insane, bro. Like these guys, what? Like that is to me much more insane and and truly baffling than a celebrity using their money to do something to their body that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Like it's just an insane. No, and obviously, that's true. I, everybody has different priorities and cares about different things. I, I understand that. That is that's the way that humanity is is built. But there are certain things that if you have any sort of heart or soul, which people have claimed I do not have, but I do. <laughs> You know, you, you you gotta like that's that one is more important than the other, and there's just no there's no if ands or buts about it. Well, uh, they've they've done a great job at distracting us so far, haven't they? And here we are talking about it. It's interesting to talk about because it is it is like upper middle class liberal white people that are mad about stuff like this. That mm-hmm. that's what's interesting to me about it because people with real problems are worried about feeding their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have no goddamn time. Yeah, I'm I'm too busy editing podcasts to really care about what what big dog kumail and his bulging hulking biceps are up yeah 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 i'm still not gonna fuck kumail no matter how buff he gets so it's it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter to me he's still a dork but now (laughs) there's also a racial issue like you didn't say this about chris what's the jesus chris's name pratt yeah you didn't say this about chris pratt when he got but you know what i mean which is which is fair i guess i mean i i think that we are used to seeing white men get ripped for yeah. roles like that versus versus uh someone of uh, a by poc or indian or, or any anyone mm-hmm. that's not white so i think there is probably some truth to that part of it you know what we need the best way to settle all of this jake paul's gonna have to fight kumail damn i mean could uh, I think How Long Gone presents Kumail versus Jake Paul live in the squared circle, Las Vegas 2021, is a good idea. Do you think we can secure that booking? Let me call some people. I mean, look, it's a holiday weekend still. I mm-hmm. think you know. I think even next week's going to be a little slow out in Tinseltown, but mm-hmm. I will. What I'll do is I'll put together a little roundtable of of agents from way more CA, UTA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and you and I can just sit down and talk with them via Zoom and see what we can do. I mean, the purse is going to be small um, <laughs> because the sponsors are going to be Manscaped and Peloton, <laughs> but I think we could maybe pull in some larger sponsors as well. I think that we're going to look back on Jake Paul and not realize the gift that we had. Jake might save this country from itself. Jake Paul is is truly the distraction we need. If you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at Jake Paul. We uh, we got a bunch of messages from people a few days ago when it happened, but we, we didn't talk about it really. But the anti-masker flash mob taking over Erewhon. Yeah, don't tag me and stuff like that, guys. <laughs> like, let's let's be real. I'm on the internet more than any of you dorks are. I know when this stuff is happening. I don't need somebody to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it's funny as hell. Let's be real. <laughs> so if you... Okay, so... W- I guess I watched the video and it seemed like the majority of the people were kind of like middle-aged white women who were yelling. Is that does that seem correct? Yeah, of course. That's who yeah, that's the that's the majority of people yelling about anything in this world, I think. Mm-hmm. Because their husbands don't want to talk to them and they're yes. grilling in their bar or barbecuing in the front yard. Exactly. Alone. It all it all goes back to the cursed grill and bud light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. So so their husbands won't talk to them. They go on Facebook, they get super angry and they decide that if 50 of you went to Erewhon all at the same time, they wouldn't be able to stop you. Erewhon has gotten, to, and it's, I mean, look, I'm part of the problem, but it's gotten too much cultural cachet. It's a fucking grocery store. If you did want to ruffle the perfect feather, it would be Erewhon, I guess, right? That's where the enemy's at. That's where the Hollywood child molesters are shopping at. That's where rich, liberal people are buying That's their groceries true. at. Also, it's full of a bunch of people who probably won't do, shit. do anything about it. They'll just be like upset and be weirded out. But, you know, like, yeah, if you went and did that at Publix, 
someone is is going to swing on you very quickly. That that is true, and I also think that when I was in L.A., like I think right before the election, a guy drove down Larchmont, which is another liberal enclave, mm-hmm. and just had two Trump flags flying from his car and just honked the horn and tried to start a fight. Right, and everybody was just, everybody was just kind of like what like, shut up dude like mm-hmm. no one was mad it was just like you're an idiot right like when you see the, the the guy on a motorcycle drive down like a quiet peaceful neighborhood street throwing a bunch of revs just to get attention yes and everyone's like, exactly okay. it's the same idea so but i i just don't think that yeah i mean i, I don't think what what is going to happen from that besides people sending that to me on twitter <laughs> yeah what would you do if you were there like there's no outcome other than film it I wouldn't film it. I don't like using video on my phone. I'm more of a photo. <laughs> you would? Do you think you would have the the presence of mind to pull the contacts T two out and get some award winning journalist shots? I mean, taken? as a photojournalist, I probably would be able to capture some wartime esque moments um, for for Time Magazine. You can get your little Daniel Arnold on, wouldn't you? Exactly. I would have got my little Daniel Arnold on because that is that is the culture wars of America, and that is that's the the front lines that I'm on. Mm-hmm. But I would have sat there and tried to eat my kale and white bean in silence, hopefully. <laughs> But we need, yeah. I think the only thing that's going to stop them is an army of Kumails who are able, ready, willing, and able to take orders and start swinging on these people. You know, that's that's Bro, the only Kumail, thing that's going to happen. might be Kumail might be buff, but mm-hmm. I've seen him on Twitter. He's a pussy. But it's not hard to beat up a you know a forty eight year old woman from Fullerton. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess you're right. I mean, when you put it that way, it could way, be an even match. When you put it that way, maybe Kumail should run for president. But what is there to do to like because like no no police are there to enforce anything either way. Like a, a supermarket is just forced to enforce it themselves. So like two people who like bag groceries have to come out into the front yard and be like, "You guys have to stop." Like if I'm in my home and somebody kicks the door down, I'm legally allowed to murder them. You know, I've maybe. We need to increase some of these rules where if where somebody can be punished a little bit more than just a stern talking to. That's not going to happen. I just wanted to see violence, you know. When I when I saw that video, I just wanted to see violence. I just wanted to see a bunch of me too. A bunch of people who are like, you know, what? this is messed up, and then just start just start throwing. You know that video where the guy calls the other guy the N word and he hits him with the the can of Monster yeah. Energy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the co- that's the coolest video I've seen in a while. I wanted the Erewhon version of that. I wanted just an army of people wearing golf wang to go over <laughs> and pick up some <laughs> some kombuchas cans, and some just kombuchas slap the shit and just start going out of these up, racist pieces of shit upside the head. That would be cool. Lululemon flag a flying. Damn, can you imagine that? Somebody in like a Barry's West Hollywood t-shirt and and like a backwards Nike hat on just picking up uh, Erewhon juice and smacking the shit out of a Trump supporter. Yeah, one of the big dogs. You get you get those gallon jugs of $42 advanced water. Smash I on just the poured, head. I just poured bone broth on a Trump supporter. Ask me anything. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we need to do. And, you know, if the Chappelle show is still around... Something like that would happen, but unfortunately it's not. That would happen. I mean, that video was, I mean, I I don't, I just don't care. Like, none of that stuff is that funny to me or that interesting to me, Mm -hmm. uh, to be totally honest. It's just not that compelling. So now, so now, what are your plans? So now you're you're in the South. You're going to go back up to New York. I guess, yeah. I'm going to go before you come to LA. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm trying to figure it out now. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I'm. I, I want to stay here as long as possible, just because it's free and the weather's pretty nice. 
<laughs> just because it's free. I mean, your ass is still paying rent. No, I don't. I mean, free as in uh, a oh, free society. Got it. Got it. Got it. You mean you mean you want to stay there because they have a gym that you can go into? Basically, yeah. I mean, and my tennis coach and I are picking back up this week. So, oh, yeah, it was nice traveling all over this country with <laughs> with a tennis racket on me, so that I could play tennis for fifty two minutes. But it was pretty fun to play. I'm glad we played that day. It would have sucked if we didn't. I agree, but I wish that I would have played with your racket and then break the string. I know. I understand that. And, and my natural gut is more sensitive, um, but I am <laughs> I am going to hit serious tennis today to get that bad boy restrung, you know, just, just to be on the safe side because it is looking a little threadbare, mm. uh, much like a, a pair of vintage Levi's. Yeah, and it was good to know that even though you've been playing tennis with your trainer, working on your serves <laughs> and all of your – all of your stuff over the last month that um, it was still very easy to be better at tennis than you. So that is good mm. to know. That's kind of what I got for Christmas. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, yeah. whatever you say, Jason. I let you get coached by the hot doctor because I was feeling generous and I was still in the Christmas spirit. So you could. Hot doctor was the one being ran around, Chris, not, that, not the other yeah, way around. It, Trust me, the hot doctor was letting you do anything you wanted. There's no that guy would have whipped your ass if he if he really plugged in. Yeah, of course. But I I didn't give him the opportunity to plug in. Thank God. Yeah, I, I want to know how to get a body like that. I guess I should go to college. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, sometimes I think about you know when you when you see people who are just like their body just looks really good and they just don't exercise and they eat whatever they want. I don't think he's that though. I don't think he's that. I I don't think he's that either. I don't think he's that either. But also, you know, he's, he's closer to 50 and he's got a six pack, you know, what I think is you, you work out a lot. You spend a lot of time doing fitness, but during your downtime where you're not working out, you're probably seated somewhere on a phone or a computer, right? Mm. that's not a dig yeah. that's not a dig no, it feels like it feels like a dig from uh, once again you're coming from big seat you're coming for big seating well i'm this i'm this i'm the same <laughs> i'm the same as you don't worry I'm, I'm a part of this except i'm not doing the workout so i live that same life of like i'll work out super hard for an hour or two and then otherwise my ass is horizontal these guys are living a, a fully active lifestyle these guys are just they're just standing more they just spend more time yeah, this guy's literally saving lives while I'm right. sitting on Twitter. Right, right, right. So I, I think it, I, shout out to shout out to Steve and his fucking abs, bro. So mm. sick. Yeah, Steve, we know you're listening. You hot little fuck. I think that's what it is of like the resting heart rate versus the engaged heart rate. You said that you had a very low resting heart rate because you're built like an athlete, right? That's that is what I was told by the doctor. Those are not my words. <laughs> so I think I think that's kind of. A well-balanced diet is important, and I think a well-balanced no, you're right. blood pumping schedule is also healthier. I think just you know, but also a standing desk is just—it's like the kumail of of workplaces. You know, it's just never going to be cool. I, I like to sit. I hate it. I hate the standing desk. After eight minutes, I'm—I got one leg up on the counter. Yeah, you're not built for that, bro. You're too big. <laughs> But also, I've been able to work out less and keep the pounds off during this time by, you know, just doing my little chores around the house. Just staying, just staying moving. Even, you, you don't have to be doing deadlifts or jump squats. But I can't tell if I believe this, but I kind of do, and it pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think it makes sense. 
No, I, I think it, it makes sense to me too. I, I I agree with you. I totally agree. With and you. also, like the strongest people I've ever met are not people who are at the gym. It's just like they have it in them somehow. You either got it or you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I think most of my exercises is, is basically habit and chasing endorphins. I don't know if it's necessarily like I'm trying to get so, you know, buff. Yeah, we know. If you if you look at me, you'd be confused by that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because you have that six pack that it could just cut cut glass on. Exactly. We actually did all your laundry on my stomach during this trip, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> Don't make a washboard <laughs> reference. <laughs> do not, do not. But yeah, this. Um, what are what do you have as your uh, your resolutions this year, Chris? Same resolutions I always have. Mm-hmm. Stack paper. Mm-hmm. Shit on haters. <laughs> shit. I like. I like just to imagine you at like ten years old when your when your teacher asks you to write down your resolutions for the new year and you write down shit on haters and the R's backwards like the Toys R Us logo. That's really where it's at. And and obviously to really put you know, put a foot in how long gone and and push this this our little program just to mm-hmm. the top of the charts, TJ. Okay. And good. you know what? It we're headed there. We're headed there. Yeah, we are, we are. Yeah. I think I'm I'm still holding on to my smoking resolution. Uh mm-hmm. it's January third, so I've I've made it two days. Mm-hmm. That's just because you ran out of cigarettes, I believe. But, go, but sure, <laughs> I did. But I I did not buy any yesterday. Instead, I That's just good. got. I did. I did the Chris Black workout plan. Instead of buying um, something that could hurt my body, I just bought a sparkling water instead, and it worked okay. There we go. I like to hear that. That's I like a black when you method. Take my advice. You know, I guess we have the same goals, except for shitting on haters. You don't want to shit on haters. No, I don't want to shit on haters. I want their haters to shit on themselves. Damn, you're you're always one step ahead of me, TJ. That's what I like about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but I also, you know, I want to have more. Hopefully, as the pod grows and grows this year, I will be able to focus more time on it and less time on other things that I don't want to do that much that give me money. Yeah, of course. No, no, no. I mean, luckily, I love everything I do for the most part. But um, as long as I have my mornings to exercise, as long as I can get two to three hours per day for exercise and recovery, mm-hmm. I'm happy. You know, that, that's really all I care about. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to get. Uh, I want to get this this pod a little bit more, a little bit more tightened up with with the editing. That's a goal that I have this year. Yeah, and that would that would help me a lot. So just to not get canceled. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of like the audio version of of sending the Google Doc over, and then you know your editor hitting it with those red with those red strike throughs mm-hmm. of like Chris, love you a, can't love, say this. Chris, you can't I, say I, this. I love, I love a strike through. Yeah, so I'm I'm just one long strike through that's in your life. That, that's dead ass you're long as hell boy i mean i should be sending you an invoice for the for the amount of cancellations that i'll be saving you in that's actually not true i believe i believe you actually edit yourself the most heavily because you're more conscious of what of of how that makes you feel interesting you know uh, that's something i think about you could be true you could be right i i want to make myself sound as good as possible but also you're only as strong as your weakest link which is you so i also need to (laughs) You know, make sure that all of First your of all, all of your links that's, are are holding and true. That's the guest always. So if you come on the show, just understand you're the weakest link. Um, you <laughs> are the weakest link. Uh, understand that, and it's and this is a competition. 
Like if you come on the show, you're you're entering the battle dome, and it's every man for fucking self. That's what it is. We don't take this podcasting shit lightly, TJ. That's the thing. People, you know, th- people think it's all fun and games. We're laughing and shit, mm-hmm. but this ain't a fucking game. This is my profession. I take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And if you come for me in the ring, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna out podcast your ass. No, no cap. Out pod your ass. Yeah, and I'm the I'm the cut man in the corner. Yeah, Jason. I come over the corner, and Jason gives me a towel and make and, and fixes the cuts on my eyes. We gotta we gotta get one of those those squeeze bottles that the the, the corner yeah. man has, but it's a mountain yeah. valley. That is a good idea. Yeah, it looks mountain just- valley squeezer, but it's all it's the water with gas has so many bubbles, and you're boxing, and all the lights and the crowd, and you're like, oh, oh, why bubbly? Oh, <laughs> this hurts. That would that. <laughs> That would make me maybe lose the battle. You know, speaking of battles that have been lost, you know, Zoe Kravitz did file for a divorce day from that actor. <laughs> from that actor, I wish that was so. The nobody, actor, that nobody actor. knows that motherfucker. So Zoe back on the market. So is, is she a top five for you? No, no, no. But I'm sure for a lot of people listening to this podcast, she is. Yeah, I, I prefer a Zoe to a Zendai. Personally, I know that you're a Zen. You're a Zen man. Zendaya is beautiful. That's a queen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that she isn't. But you know, Zoe, Zoe is a little more. I'm, I like exotics. I like foreigns, Chris. Do you pull up in the foreign? I didn't know. I didn't know that American-made truck was actually foreign. Um, it's Japanese. <laughs> you know, Toyotas are foreign. Uh, you know, Kias are foreign technically. Damn, I gotta start looking at cars, man. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell Bay to hook up the broker for you today. Don't worry. I need to because we about to cop the lease. You know what I'm saying? We gonna pull up in the Lambo truck. Yeah, we need we need Chris to be all sorted out in his baby mama Benz for February 01. That's right. You already know. I got a little room in the back for the Gucci diaper bag. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, Chris, great potting. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, great talking to you, Jason. And and guys, um, we did post a, the 10th episode of How Long Gone Radio exclusively on Spotify today or yesterday mm-hmm. um, featuring some of our favorite songs of the year. Um, so go give that a listen. And, and How Long Gone Radio uh, will be continuing to push push uh, you know in, into 2021 as well as this illustrious show. Available only on Spotify. You don't need to pay for it to listen to it. It's free? It's free. It's free. So yeah, go follow us there. And if you follow us on Spotify, you'll you'll never miss an episode. But you know that from the ad that you've heard too many times. Sorry. You'll never miss a fucking episode. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back this week with more insanely digestible content. Mm, yummy. Thank you, TJ. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.